Greetings, and welcome back to The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl, Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you are listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Sunday, September 26, 2021. It is 4.56 p.m. Um, so yes, you guys, it has been such a long time since you have heard my voice come through your podcast speakers. Um, <laughs> I want to um, apologize for my absence. Um, there has just been so much going on uh, on my side of the earth. Um, one of the things being uh, burnout that I'm experiencing at my job, there's been a lot of um, changes. There's been a lot of, uh, disorganization, um, if that is a word, but, um, going on there, um, they completely changed my, um, my role, my, um, what, what I do at the job and, has turned it from one extreme to the next. There has been no good training. There has just been a lot going on. And and I don't feel that I am the only person who's experiencing this at this job. I feel like everyone is. I feel like we we were pretty productive uh, before um, the new manager came. It's just a lot going on, you guys. So as you know, I used to always um, record my podcast while I was working and I was being quite productive, uh, while I was working because my job was pretty, um, simple. It was pretty straightforward. I had been doing the same thing for two and a half years. Um, but then the last, you know, six months or however they, they, they swapped me out into a whole nother role that I don't understand that they're not properly training us on. And so it has caused a lot of chaos and confusion. So I've had to uh, commit to being focused uh, during work hours. And then you guys just to be honest, at the end of the day, I'm exhausted. Like this is the crazy thing. At lunchtime, I literally have to like, crawl up the steps, uh, my steps at, 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 at home and crawl into bed for my 30 minute lunch and go to sleep. Cause that's how demanding this job has become. That's how draining this job has become. So it was to a point where I wasn't even writing on my book anymore. I wasn't able to do anything productive anytime I was anytime uh, outside of work was committed to me just not being able to, to get out of the bed, not being able to do anything. You guys, it was really bad. Um, now I feel like I'm, I'm coming out of that and I'm, I'm, things are, are getting a little better. Um, well, a lot better with my energy levels. Um, I don't remember what took place, but all of a sudden, Look here, I prayed 
I know that 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 has a lot to do with it. I prayed, you guys, and asked God, God, please give me the energy and the drive to write on my book. Give me the desire to write on it again, because I know it's something that God has told me to do. Now, let me go back a little bit, because last year, you guys, I told you all that okay, you know, God told me to finish my book and I need to get done with it before the end of the year. I believe that before the end of the year mess was something that I put on there because, you know, guys, we, a lot of times God will tell us to do something or, you know, and, and we, as people, as, as humans, we want things done in a certain time because we're ready to move on to the next thing. Okay, God, you tell me, to, okay, let me get this done quick. Okay, let me, because I'm ready to move on. Okay, because I'm ready to reap the benefits of what you said is going to happen afterwards. And just to be honest, that's what I really feel I was on and doing that. I really, on top of the other things that came along that distracted me, the depression that came uh, with some of the things I was dealing with with my son and with um, the depression, the post-traumatic stress syndrome I was dealing with with that. And then even the post-traumatic stress syndrome I was dealing with from my marriage um, and just the non-closure <laughs> that I've had with my husband, the the no contact that I've had with him, all of that stuff, you guys, it, whew, y'all, yes, a lot of that slowed me down to a point where I didn't have the energy uh, to really write on my book, but there was another point where I did start writing on it again, but then at another point, the reason why I kind of moved away from writing on my book, you guys, because, you know, like I was saying with the with the stuff with work and everything else. And then just the y'all, I, I just I was just so ready to be done. I know I'm talking in circles. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get this all out uh, so I can get an episode out to you all. I know once I get this episode out to you guys, I can be more consistent and be it's just trying to get over this little hill so anyway just bear with me <laughs> so when it comes down to writing the book like I said I put all this pressure on me to get the book done by the end of the year right because God showed me all these great and wonderful things that were going to come once the book came out you get what I'm saying and so me you know, being human and me thinking, hey, let's let's go into turbo drive and to turbo speed and get this done so we can hurry up and reap those promises and step into the light and all this greatness. I burnt myself out in that because I started trying to boom, boom, let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. And it's a lot that I have to put into this book because it's... <laughs> See, I'm sitting over here thinking that the book is just something that I'm writing. And then when I'm right, when I'm done writing, oh, you're just going to be so free. But the thing about it is it's a process, you guys. It's a process. I can't rush through um, this book because this book is working out something within me. Huh. 
it's working out something within me can i say that again it is working out something within me and when we're when 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 we're going through healing a lot of times you guys we want to we want the healing to happen overnight cuz we're ready to move on we don't feel like dealing with it uh all this time we don't feel like you know this being a long drawn out thing but healing takes work and it takes time and it takes effort it's not something that just mysteriously happens you have to put in the work to be healed from years and years and years of this situation so we look at it as though we want it to be quick but the harm and the hurt and the trauma that we've gone through didn't happen overnight so why do we think that the healing is going to happen overnight you know and that's what i had to realize um because when i felt like oh let me hurry up and get this book out you know oh i have until the end of the year and then all the it, it just seems like everything i was motivated to do everything that was flowing out of me through the holy spirit and things just kind of dried up because i was trying to rush something that um god was putting in me to do i was trying to force his hand to rush through this thing and once i realized oh this isn't <laughs> This isn't anything I have control over. It isn't even my project. It's something that God is trying to do within me. Um, and with each situation that I'm writing about, sometimes I have to take time to deal with the emotions that come from that particular thing that I'm writing about. If I'm writing about something tragic that happened to me, um, at a certain point in life, it, it it's almost as if I'm reliving it because I'm writing it down with such detail and I'm writing it down with such precision. You get what I'm saying? So you all can feel what I felt so you can understand it and, and the, the, you can understand the dynamic of how I felt when I went through it because of that is causing me to relive that thing over again. And so with that comes the emotion that I felt in that moment comes uh, the confusion that I felt in that moment and and then um, realizing that I never dealt with those feelings. I just kind of put them on the back burner. Oh, girl, you all right. You know, the way we were raised, you know, oh, you all right. You know what I mean? No, it's not that serious. No, you don't need no counseling. No, you don't need to go to the hospital. You all right. Sit over there. You, you, you're okay. You know what I'm saying? And growing up with that kind of... Um, mentality um that uh whatever i'm going through is not that serious and i need to just get over it um has caused me a lot of times to uh put myself and my feelings on the back burner and not allow myself to go through those things so i can um come out on the other side of it healed you know what i mean so um i had to realize in writing this book that there has to be time with each story that is told within this novel it has to be time and i don't even know if it's a novel but it's a book um with each story told i have to deal with what i didn't deal with before 
so I can become I can become a healthy person on the other end of this. And then by the end of the story, a healed person can give you the conclusion to this story, um, can give you a conclusion of how I got to a point of healing. You get what I'm saying? Because how can I at any point help anyone else if I haven't helped myself first uh, get to a point of health? You get what I'm saying? Get to a point of wholeness. So that that is what I'm I'm dealing with now too. But you guys, now that I've prayed, <laughs> this productiveness has come back to me, and I have been really able to really really write um, some things that was also holding me back on writing was. I was trying to figure out time frames um, uh, when it when it comes down to year. What year was it? And what what okay, what year was it and this and that? And then I realized I don't identify um time frames in my life with dates and times. Instead, songs are what I, I usually, okay, I know what songs were out at this point because music is a big part of me. So music helps me identify with that. And so once I realized that, um, I was able to stop concentrating on exact dates and times as though that's just so important. I wanted to be so precise and so correct on these things. And uh, God just started to let me know not to concentrate so much on that and just to get the story out um, so I can gain healing from it, so I can finish it, come up with a conclusion and give it to someone else to where they can read through it and, and realize that you do have to go back to the beginning to understand the end, to understand how to uh, how to be successful in the end. You have to go back and see the failures, uh, how things started out, what caused you to get to the place where you feel that you failed. You get what I'm saying? It's like we have to take the time out to look back and see patterns and um, see cycles um, and notice that um, a lot of times where we are in life is because of our own decisions, because of our own lack of, of, of an ability to look at our lives and learn instead of going in uh, repetitive cycles. So yeah, um, that's just what has been going on on this end. I did get to a point... Um, I was telling you all about this where I just went through a stage where I was very, 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 very angry, <laughs> very angry. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm still dealing with those anger issues. I'm still dealing with those feelings of anger uh, when it comes down to my situation and not having any closure and not having any answers. Um, um, to what is next, you know, but at the same time, um, when it comes down to my marriage, um, what I'm able to admit to myself is I'm not ready, um, for the conclusion. I'm not ready 
to move on yet. I'm not ready to give up, but I'm not ready to... I'm just not ready. That's all I know is that I'm not ready, period. Um, every time I talk to my dad or any anyone who I finally talk to, because I don't do a lot of talking on the phone or anything um, right now, um, unless it's my sister or something, and then that's not even every week. That's not even all the time. Um, what I'm noticing, um, what I'm hearing is, oh, he hasn't come back yet. Oh, well, um, don't you think it's time for you to move on? You need a man that can, you know, and my sister doesn't say these kind of things to me, but other people, my dad, different people, you know, um, they want to see me happy and they want to see me, um, successfully married. They want to see someone here who is helping me. Um, because yes, I've had moments, um, where I've gotten really angry, um, at my husband and it's just, how dare you, <laughs> who does this? You know what I mean? I get to those, to those very, very angry points, um, where I'm really struggling and need help and I realize I'm not supposed to be doing this by myself. This isn't, um, this isn't it. This isn't where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Um, I get to those points and I have to pull myself back and say, come on back, Naila. Now you, you can't sit here and be angry. Okay. Um, it's okay to understand and, and admit that you're angry, but to just sit in it and stay in it, you can't do that. Um, and so I've had to, I've, I've been dealing with that. I'm, I'm not feeling as angry as I used to, but I do have moments where I'm just really mad at him. And <laughs> there was a point where I was sitting here and I was like, marriage isn't taken as seriously as even going to court for a traffic ticket. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? Um, even going to court and testifying and doing something like that. Marriage is taken less serious than a court date is what I was realizing. Because when you go into court, right, say say you're going into some type of uh, court setting and um, they have you, or we're not going to say as small as a ticket, but let's say you're just going into court and you're testifying against someone, right? Say, say you're testifying against someone or you're testifying in, in like a burglar, burg, burglary case. Oh, y'all can I get my words out? So let's say that, that you are set up as, as a uh, witness. And so you're on the stand and they have you go under oath and they say that, you know, you're under oath, right? So, you know, you can't lie. They have you sometimes put your hand on a Bible or they have you put your hand up in the air and they make you swear um, in a court of law that you're going to tell the truth, right? You're going to, um, you're not going to be a false witness, you know, because if you are a false witness, there are things 
that um, very serious things that happen to you if you were to stand in a court of law and lie and give false statements right and that's one of that's one of those things that god really hates is is someone who's going to stand up and and be a false witness and and lie about some things right and so i was realizing man like you can really get in trouble like you can go to jail like for giving false statements and everything but yet you can stand up in a church or wherever you can stand up you can even go to the courthouse and stand in the court of law and stand before a judge or whoever i I don't know i ain't went to no courthouse to get married but you can stand in front of whoever a priest a pastor someone who's just ordained to marry people or licensed to marry people you can stand before them and you can stand before um, other witnesses and so you usually have a witness that someone someone witnessed it so they have to sign the certificate uh, you know the person who gave you away um, signs the certificate you sign the certificate and your husband or spouse you know if, if, if you're a man you know your wife you know what I mean she signs it too uh, after saying all these these vows to each other about how I vow to be here do this, do this, do that, da, 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 this, that, and the other. You're saying that before God and man, the witnesses, your spouse, whoever, you're saying it in, in your right mind, you're saying it. And then as soon as a hard time comes, you say, well, psh, I don't feel like it no more. No, I changed my mind. And nothing happens to you. <laughs> that right there, you guys, was, was driving me batty thinking about that. I was like, how, why, what, why has marriage turned into this thing that's just, you don't have to, you don't have to be telling the truth when you're standing up there. I mean, because really, who, when we're standing up before um, the witnesses and the minister and the person we're going to marry who 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 is sitting there knowing what is ahead of us we don't but we still say we're going to be here for better or for worse we're going to be here through thick and thin no matter if 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 you get sick or if you're healthy no matter if if you know you're rich or if you're poor no matter what happens to you or me or us we are here to stay until we die the fact that we can stand there and we can sign certificates and say this and that it should not be this simple in my mind it should not be this simple for people to abandon their families now, I know you can't force anybody to do anything, but you also can't force somebody to tell the truth when they're over here witnessing to a burglary or whatever else. But guess what? If, if it's found out that they were being fake or false in their testimony, the, the consequences are going to come. Why is it that no consequences happen when someone abandons their home 
Why is it that no consequences happen when you have a signed document that has to be notarized? Why is it that it doesn't hold up to amount to nothing when the other person wants to give up and walk away? Why is it that simple? Why is it that simple? Because I guarantee you, <laughs> back in the biblical times and things like that, it wasn't that easy. It really was until death. And um, I think it's important for us to um, learn about, um, I think it's important for us to learn about commitment uh, to learn about vows and what they stem from and um, the importance of um, not making a vow at all is is better than making one and, and breaking one uh, what what God thinks and how he feels about it I think it's important for us to know that as believers um, if you're not a believer whatever you're gonna do whatever you want to do anyway because that's that's the whole code right do as you will. Um, but if you are a believer to not understand, um, vows and commitments and covenants, um, to not understand that and go into it is very dangerous. I don't think that, um, us as believers, I don't think most people understand that, but it's very important. Um, and I just feel like if, um, if one of the things that God hates is, um, a false witness and things like, and divorce to me, that speaks volumes to why we shouldn't stand before anyone and say these things. And, um, become a partner with someone just to rip away from them and do as you will. That's demonic to do as you will. Um, we should all love God enough to regardless of what a person is doing or And I'm not speaking in, in, in as if uh, in murderous acts, someone being murderous towards their spouse and abusing them and things like that. Um, we should just love God enough to where we're not going to um, cheat on that person because we love God that much. Even if that person is getting on our nerves, we should love God enough to keep our word. We should love God enough to love that person unconditionally. We should love God enough not to turn our backs on someone and leave them. Um, we should love God enough to tell the truth. And um, yeah. These are just my thoughts, people. Um, this is this, these are the kind of things I've been dealing with as I've been away, and I know that it's 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 very similar to what I've what I always have said on here. But 
I never want to be able to relate and understand uh, why a person would ever be able to easily do this. Um, I never want to be able to understand that, like to relate and be like, yeah, I understand why, you know, is there's, that's why if you just happen to not be married and you're listening to this, this is why it is important to marry someone who loves God more than they love you. Because if they love the Lord more than they love you, then you're straight. They're not going to do anything that would displease God. If they really, really love God, they're going to try and love you the way Christ loved the church and gave gave himself for it. They're going to try to love you with an unconditional uh, love, uh, with an unconditional compassion uh, as God loves them. It's just very important. But if you are already married, (laughs) then um, it's important to, if the other person is not being that, it's still important for you to be that. It's still important for you to keep your word. It's still important for you to seek God on what you need to do in difficult situations because everybody's situation varies. I can't tell any of you what to do in your situation, but I do know in my own situation, in my own marriage, um, that there shouldn't have been a um, an abandonment going on. There should not be that going on right now. Um, I can't speak for anybody else's marriage, but I know my family is disappointed because they felt like they trusted him to take care of me, and he didn't do that. He didn't do that. So anyway, you guys, um, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I know the promise that I feel. Um, I know regardless of what happens in this situation that I am a preacher's wife. I know that regardless of what happens in this situation, the, the things that God has prepared and shown me. And my husband has the choice to be that for me or um, God will provide. (laughs) You know, that's just where I'm at right now. I love my husband and um, I'll wait. But if God tells me something differently, I'm going to do what God says. I'm going to, you get what I'm saying? Because God gives us all choices. My husband has the choice of if he wants to come back and do right. He also has the choice of if he wants to keep on trucking and doing whatever. It does not mean that there won't be any any um, uh, consequences that come to him because there will be regardless of if I know about them or not. 
he's still held accountable for his actions. I'm held accountable for mine too. You're held accountable for yours too. So do what's right on your part, regardless of what's going on in your marriage. Make sure you're doing what's right. Okay? That's all I have to say today, you guys. I hope I didn't just ramble on and lose anybody um, or sound just all over the place. But, yeah, I just want to encourage you all. To try. It's hard for me too, you guys, to do what's right all the time. I fail too sometimes. But get back up and try your hardest to do what you know God will want you to do in a situation. Repent and get up and do what's right. Okay? That's what I have to say for today. Um, I hope to be getting back on here and saying something else soon. I'm going to start this as season four because it's been so long since, since I've said anything on here. Um, so yeah, we're in a new season. Can you feel it though? I feel it. There is a shift in the atmosphere. And when I tell you, I feel like it's shifting in my favor. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. (laughs) So anyway, all right, you guys, I am going to go. I hope you all have a blessed and wonderful day. Remember, I know it's hard because it's hard for me too at times. You guys keep your attitudes in check. And until next time, peace. Have Instagram. Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.